Hello and welcome to a classic rock episode of the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. Every Thursday I do a Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin themed show, with the only exception being a tribute to Jeff Beck, because that was so Titanic. And now who died? David Crosby. Another Titan. And it's one of those that unless you actually take a moment and consider his input, it's hard to, it's easy to actually um, kind of overlook the, the stature he had. Because aside from just being a tremendous talent and somebody who kept their voice into their 80s, he was still recording. He had just stopped playing guitar in the last couple of years because uh, he had a, he said he had a neurological condition that, that prevented him from playing guitar up to his standards. And uh, But he kept that voice, holy shit, and everything that he went through and everything that he did to himself, he should have sounded, he should have sounded, you know, more gravelly than Keith Richards, but he didn't. And, uh, out of the blue, he passed away, which is, I mean, when you're in the, your eighties, you can, <laughs> you can just die. Um, but it was a surprise cause he had been tweeting right up to, I think the day before, um, Lisa Marie Presley died. Holy shit. She's my age. What's that mean for me? Nothing. I am immortal. That'll be ironic someday when people listen to this after I die. Well, so what I did was when David Crosby died, I went home and I watched a bunch of David Crosby stuff on YouTube, including a uh, 45 minute interview with Crosby, Stills and Nash with Dan Rather. You know how he does those long form interviews and uh, oh, have fun. I live in a house with people. <laughs> and she's going to improv. So I have the house to myself. So pants off. Uh, so Dan Rather was interviewing him. And it was fairly recent because everybody looked old. Dan Rather definitely. Um, Dan Rather was 82, I think. And these guys were in their late 70s. So maybe within definitely within the last 10 years. And it was a fascinating interview. Because first of all, I mean, I knew... David Crosby, brilliant man, very, very well-spoken. And I know, I guess he has a reputation of being kind of a prick at times, as we all do, but that's, who cares? <laughs> People could certainly say that about me. In fact, I've tried real hard the last 10 years to uh, not be an asshole because I realize I have been most of my life, at least in ways, you know? Kind of, if, if you're not... I've always kind of gone by the maxim of if you can't look into your past and, and be embarrassed by who you were compared to who you are, then you're not moving forward. So that's me. Anyway, David Crosby, unfortunate. Um, blah, blah, blah. It was a, it was a blow. It, it just, it makes me sad. Like when Jeff Beck went, that hit me hard. That hit me hard. I had to act immediately and do something um, because that was just like, wow, it is hitting way close to home. And it's just, I mean, these guys are my dad's age. My dad is 83 
And, you know, it's just, he's healthy, knock on wood, but it's still, you know, mortality looms, slouching ever closer for all of us. But uh, I went on Dime a Dozen and uh, looked, because obviously people were throwing up uh, David Crosby and uh, CSNY and CSN concerts in tribute, which is, that's great for the fans, because when an artist passes, you can go on the BitTorrent sites and people are throwing up stuff. That's where you'll get some rare stuff. That's where you just get a shower of new content um, or even old content reposted. So I, I uh, looked at some stuff. There was um, nothing, at least that was immediately available, uh, sounded as good as I wanted it to because you've got Crosby, Stills, and Nash. You've got the harmonies, and, and I don't want a, a, a good audience recording, you know, good, the grade, good, you know, good, very good, excellent, not the subjective valuation. So I got a, a, a show from 2002, Latter-day, CSNY, but it's very good, and it is, it's a lot of songs, man. <laughs> and it's nice to have Neil Young in the mix. So let's get to the, well, let's get to the information first. The show that I'm going to play bits of for you is from April 14th, 2002. Jesus, even that's 20 years ago, almost 21 years ago. Fuck. Fuck. Time, time, time. See what's become of me. All right, so here's the track list, because this will be available to download at heartofmarkness.com for free, the whole show, not just the tracks that I cover. So you've got, uh, this is April 4th, 2002, Tampa, Florida, The Ice Palace. This is Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Three CDs, CD1, the intro, Carry On with Questions, Military Madness. I think this was when they were starting to do the whole no war, anti-Bush, really polarizing stuff. Uh, surprise, surprise, they're all hippies, man. <laughs> they, they wear their heart on their sleeve. Going Home, Wooden Ships, Feed the People, You're My Girl, I Used to Be a King, Southern Man, Southern Cross, Almost Cut My Hair, Cinnamon Girl, and the outro. CD2, intro, Helplessly Hoping, Our House, Old Man, Carry Me, Guinevere, Harvest Moon, Old Man Trouble, Half Your Angels, Sweet, Judy Blue Eyes. CD3, the seventh inning stretch, Let's Roll, Long Time Gone, Two Old Friends, Woodstock, Rockin' in the Free World, a track of just applause. Gotta be the encore break. And the encore is eight miles high. The band for this show, Neil Young, David Crosby, Stephen Stills, Graham Nash, Booker T. Jones, keyboard of Booker T. and the MGs, Donald Duck Dunn of Booker T. and the MGs, of the Blues Brothers, Eric Clapton, Steve, Smokey Potts on drums. I don't recognize that name, and I'm ignorant of it, so he may be from wherever. I don't know. I'm sorry. But he's playing drums, and he does a great job. I'm going to play for you. Uh, It should not come as a surprise, and I'm going to focus on David Crosby songs, since it is a David Crosby tribute for the passing of David Crosby. 
So the first song I'm going to play for you. Oh, shit. I did not label them. Well, the first one is track 11. What is that? Track 11. Good. All right. We're going to start with Almost Cut My Hair. Such a good song. Man, I love that song on the album on Deja Vu. Oh, so powerful. All right. Here we go. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, 2002. Almost cut my hair. Rest in peace. David Crosby, the world is diminished without you in it.
That was awesome. Awesome. He's got great vocal phrasing. One thing that always, uh, in my younger days, drove me nuts, because I was a very meat and potatoes uh, music fan and musician in my teens, uh, outside of the exoticism of Led Zeppelin, there was, I mean, my songs were, you know, Creedence Clearwater. (laughs) Major keys, major chords, choruses, nice harmonies, over and done. Um, So jazz chords and things that sounded dissonant. It's like if you grow up just eating mac and cheese and chicken nuggets and just fast, you know, that kind of frozen food childhood. And then you get fancy food. What's good (laughs) and scrumptious may actually be like to you. So uh, my musical palette took time to develop and, you know, um, jazz chords and David Crosby, crazy chords, crazy voicings that he writes. And I remember um, now this I may be wrong. Usually when I remember things and say it, I'm 100 percent wrong. Shows the fallibility of memory and why eyewitness testimony is not reliable. Um but on Daylight Again, the, the CSN album uh, with Southern Cross on it. Love that song. Holy shit. I would play Southern Cross from the show, but it's, 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 it's not wonderful. It's not bad. It's just not standout. <clears throat> but Crosby's contribution, I think, was a song called Delta. And it had a whole different feel. It had tape hiss. Um... Like, it was obviously, like, completely created somewhere else and was like, here, here's my song. And I know that they were going through a real rough time with him. 
And uh, that song, again, weird chords, weird chords, weird chords. And I just remember listening to it going, this is not, mm -mm." and not realizing that it in fact was quite kosher. He was just uh, using the musical equivalent of big words that I didn't know. So it sounded silly, and yet it was completely brilliant. And, um, gosh, I remember reading about David Crosby's drug problems in, I think it was the second issue of Spin Magazine, the one with that great, great picture of Keith Richards' face. So fucking cool, with the eyeliner and everything. This is like Keith Richards around the um, Tattoo You days. And there was a story in there, I think it was called The Living Death of David Crosby, and um, how unbelievably tragic a character he was, and how really rock-bottom, gross, and dirty it it had gotten for him and his partner, with the cocaine and the, the, the freebasing, etc., etc., just the depths into the, just the filth and the, you know, kind of how it went with, you know, how it went with uh, Zeppelin at the end when everybody ex- was off the rails uh, in management, Peter Grant, Richard Cole, when Jimmy was out of it, I mean, and, and had been for years and really got dark and really got, if they didn't just have money to throw at stuff, would have just completely stopped. But they were living rough. Like, rich as he was, you know, Peter Grant's house was fucking gross for a while. Um, <clears throat> but David Crosby was just, holy shit, I had no idea. I mean, I didn't, I was, at when the, the issue came out, I was like 15 anyway, but um, it was weird because I was like, wait a minute, this makes it sound like drugs are bad. And I had just imprinted on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and had just imprinted on Led Zeppelin and Jimmy Page and playing guitar with a cigarette dangling out of my mouth, even though I didn't smoke. <laughs> just that that bullshit. I'm like, this makes it sound like cocaine is, is a bad thing. Um, but just holy shit. And the fact that he was that far gone and could still perform like he could still do the job uh, most of the time. And his voice didn't falter and his pitch is perfect. And he comes out and do it, does it. And he's like covered in open sores and just fucked up like at uh live aid he was so i'm glad he he got better i'm glad he went to jail for the gun thing i'm glad he detoxed went to rehab turned it around got a new liver lived another 35 years gave melissa etheridge a kid let's not forget about that that's cool and then continued to uh continue to make music and find new people to work with. I'm sorry that he, I don't think he resolved his feud with Graham Nash, which is sad because those two, uh, according to the interviews I've seen and from them, had a special connection. So I hope that that, I hope that there was a, a, some sort of rapprochement, uh, before David died. All right, babbling. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Trying to introduce the next song. Started just pontificating. Apologies. The next song, in fact, is Guinevere, and it has those weird jazz chords that made me so mad because I didn't understand them. Beautiful song. Enjoy. 
Thank you for staying so quiet during this quiet stuff. We'll, we'll rock and roll for an hour or so later, don't worry. It's a love song, and I usually dedicate it to my wife who is hiding behind the speakers. Um, tonight I think I, I, I need to, to uh, dedicate it to my whole family, including the daughter that I just met today.
She turned her gaze down the slope to the harbor where I lay anchored such a short day. Thank you. Cool recording. Cool voice. Cool song. Well, I've got one more song for you, pals. And then you are free to go. Um, before I play that song for you, um, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube under the name Heart of Markness. I'd love to see you there. I am also uh, in possession of a website called heartofmarkness.com. That's where you can go to get that show that I read the set list for earlier. You can get download um, the whole file set and have all that to yourself. Tra-la-la, and that is uh, courtesy of my patrons. And if you like what I do and you like how I do it and you're of a mind and have the means to, take a look at patreon.com slash heartofmarkness or press the little patron button, Patreon button, at heartofmarkness.com when you're grabbing that show. Okay, moving right along. In fact, I'm uploading the show to my Mega Drive now in anticipation and in preparation for putting it on heartofmarkness.com. See? Well-oiled machine we are. All right. I'm going to close this out with the last song of their set, and looks like their encore, Eight Miles High. And it is Badass, B 
because when you're getting into dissonant noise solos, and you've got Neil Young in the room, holy fuck. And then Stephen Stills, incredible musician, super underrated. Um, incredible musician, incredible, incredible guitar player, like holy shit. All right. It's not like I'm going to yell at you. All right. Get in the goddamn car. Um, (laughs) Eight miles high, friends. And I'm about 6.5 myself, if you can't tell. Here you go. This one you should remember. That's dedicated to Roger. He lives somewhere near here. He might even be here. This is for Roger McGuinn.
so much. All right. Somebody was off in that one vocally a little. <clears throat> Probably bad monitors, I would reckon. But fun. Thank you for listening. Rest in peace, David Crosby. And um, I will be back Thursday. Today is Monday night. At least it is now. Who knows what it is where you are. But, or when it is when you are. Um, Thursdays I do Led Zeppelin and Led Zeppelin related. uh, Led Zeppelin and Led Zeppelin accessories. So you will next hear from me, unless I'm inspired to do another one, which I might be. Not tonight, though. Um, But yeah, Thursdays Led Zeppelin. Other days other stuff thank you for listening please be good to yourself and each other rest in peace david crosby holy shit give me a break before the next one bye bye